there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I am your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here and ready to facilitate your journey of hope. And today I'm going to put on my hope coach hat because I will be talking about the five F's of moving forward. So if that's something that you're interested in or if you know someone that is interested in moving forward, especially during this time, then tell them, tune in now. You can tune in live to this uh, first broadcast through Blog Talk Radio if you'd like to participate. And then also, it will be available as a podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as the Blog, the blog Talk Radio platform. And uh, I'd like to just say a big uh, hello and, and shout out to all of the Apple pod co- podcast countries because they have, they have added 20 additional territories throughout Africa, Asia, Pacific, Europe, Latin America, the Middle East, and Oceania. Oceania. And these are additional countries that can get the Apple podcast and the Think Hope podcast. So as I was looking over this list uh, of 20 additional territories, I saw Cote d'Ivoire there, and we have friends in Cote d'Ivoire that will now be able to get the Think Hope uh, podcast. I will certainly uh, let them know that it is now available. And also friends from the Democratic Republic of Congo, where we've gone there, and also Rwanda. I have a spiritual son, uh, Brother Emmanuel, and his dear family there in Rwanda. I know they're already listening via blog talk radio, but now they can listen via the Think Hope Apple, Think Hope podcast on Apple podcast. And I think that is just wonderful that we can now be heard in 20 more territories. This message of hope is being spread because it is so very needed, especially during this time, as the world is going through this coronavirus pandemic. And that's why today we're talking about the five F's of moving forward. And also we're going to look at how it relates to our National Month of Hope or our hope campaign in general. Because we are, we had a successful National Month of Hope campaign, and while April is finished, it is not over. And that's what we're going to see as we look at these five F's of moving forward, of faith, focus, finish, follow up, and follow through. We're going to see that it's, it's, it's like when one cycle ends, another begins. It's, a, it's an ever-flowing, uh, uh, eternal river of hope that is flowing because as we know, according to the word of God in first Corinthians, the 13th chapter and the 13th verse, it says, now these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So hope is there sandwiched in the middle there. And it's one of those eternal forces. So we can't turn it on and off 
uh, during a month. So we have, so yes, now we have a recognized month in, in the United States of America. And I know it will be all over the world before this is, this hope campaign uh, gets done. <laughs> but, um, but it doesn't just start in April or end in April. It continues on. April is just a time where we have 30 days consecrated or con- yeah, consecrated and concentrated uh, activities and public awareness and, and all of that designed to get the message of hope out there through a national month of hope. And uh, hopeologists, I want to talk a little bit about that before we move in, before we go any further, because that is something that now many people are wondering, well, what is a hopeologist? And, you know, that's my moniker. And while hopeologist is my moniker, I have a trademark in hopeologist that is not about me. It's not trademarking me, uh, Rosalind Tompkins, you know, as, as hopeologist. But the trademark is, is bigger than me. In other words, this hopeologist and this hopeology is, is bigger than me. It's not about me. It's, it, you know, that's my moniker that God gave me even before uh, the campaign began to, to, as we began to birth the campaign, before it even came into view. God had given me that as a, as a moniker, and I began to study hope, and I began to look at it and say, okay, Lord, what is this? And then as he as the campaign developed and we patented it, then we realized, okay, now this patent. So the patent for Hopeologist is with the United States Patent and Trademark Department, and it's from Class 35, and it's defined as promoting public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy. So we're, we're promoting the public awareness of hope by means or through public advocacy. So it is a public awareness campaign of hope. It's promoting hope. It's advocating for hope. That's what Hopeologist, the trademark, is all about. And so, therefore, we realize it's not just contained in one month that we just advocate in in April. No, the advocacy is all year. And it's year after year. So, so, so it's not like, oh, now we can just sit back and, and you know, throw our feet, feet up until next April. <laughs> no, now we are looking at, as we look at the, the five Fs of moving forward, faith, focus, finish, follow up, and uh, follow through and follow up, we're, we'll, be, we'll be able to see now how it works, the process or the strategy. The strategy, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. And some of you all, I know many people have been asking me over these past three years now that we've uh, celebrated this April National Month of Hope. We were able to get the designation through the National Day Calendar officially to have a National Month of Hope in April. And, and, and so many people, you know, they'll say to me, they say, oh, it's, it's so good that you have your own holiday Oh, that's so nice. How did you how did you get your own holiday? So now you all have your own holiday. Uh, and so sometimes they'll say a day and then I say, well, it's actually April National Month of Hope. Well, yes. Well, oh, isn't that nice? And so I just smile and I say, yes, it is. Um, but it's so much deeper <laughs> than, oh, isn't that nice? You got a holiday. And so now we can just celebrate. It's another time of celebration because 
because when God does something, and this this is of God, and this is birthed by God, and and God is using us to 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 bring it forth. And anytime He does something, it may appear one way, but when you with those that have eyes to see, and you really look at it, and you understand the depth of it, it's like whoa, this this thing is deep. That, that what's really happening here is a revival of hope. What, what's really happening here is, is God has, 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 has allowed us to come up with yet another way, another strategy for promoting this, this whole hope. And we know that Jesus is hope for another strategy of getting the gospel out there, the message that's able to change and transform lives through the power of hope and the force of hope. So how do we do that? How do we promote public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy? Well, one way, and this is only the one way, is through our April National Month of Hope campaign that we just completed and we had a successful National Month of Hope and we are in the midst now of We finished it because the month is over, but we're following through and we're following up. So it may, the month may be finished, but it's not over. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we go. But also the, the, another way that we promote the public awareness of hope through public advocacy is through this podcast. Yes. Through this think hope podcast. This is a way to promote hope. And this is a public forum. And this is a forum, as, as we heard at the, at the top of the show, that is heard all over the world. They've just added 20 more territories. Some of them I've, I've visited. I've been able to travel on mission, mission trips with Dr. Patricia Bailey Ministries. And uh, while I mention her, I want to I give a shout out and also an announcement uh, for everyone to go to Pat Bailey on YouTube and subscribe to her YouTube channel. And on Saturday, because every Saturday, she has a lot of great things going on every day, but on Saturdays, she has a global prayer gathering. And on this particular Saturday, if you listen to it uh, prior to Mother's Day, there's going to be a big global prayer gathering where mothers are going to be praying and we're going to be praying issues surrounding mothers. And I've been invited to pray as well, and I believe I'll be there uh, at uh, 1.30 or somewhere around there. But, but regardless, it'll be there. Even if you miss it, you can always go back and listen to it. But uh, just a shout out, Dr. Patricia Bailey Ministries. I've, I've literally traveled all over the world with her, her, um, her team of Val Phelps. I've actually had them on this Think Hope podcast. This is a forum for promoting hope promoting the public awareness of hope. And what better way to spread hope than to go out and do things to help others, the least of these. And then now, as she is going forth with her global prayer gathering and the things that she's doing on YouTube. So go out, look up uh, Pat Bailey and subscribe to her YouTube channel and check it out. So this Think Hope podcast, this is one way that we advocate or we promote hope. And then another way that we are in the midst of, and this is something that's brand new, it hasn't been done before. Now, the Lord spoke it in my spirit several months ago. 
but I had no idea and none of us knew what was getting ready to hit the land. We did not know that this coronavirus pandemic was, was going to be upon us. And then all of a sudden, everyone is having to shelter inside, although now we are, uh, some of the states and some of the cities are, are slowly but surely opening back up and they're, everybody's kind of holding their breath to see, okay, what's going to happen? You know, is it going to be a surge in cases and deaths or, or are we going to be able to really navigate through this? And I believe that one of the, that's one of the things that, that this, this particular episode, uh, Think Hope Podcast, is going to help with moving forward as the country opens up. But as I was saying, who knew that this was going to be our new normal? And so now this next way of hope immersion workshops have now become virtual. Yes, I was, I've been in the process. God gave that to me, and I talked it over with the Christian, uh, the Christ, uh, our Christ Vision Tribe of Mothers in Crisis about how we would be offering this product, because this is a product of hope. This is a product to help people become more hopeful and to learn how to spread hope as well. And, uh, and so we just kind of taking our time developing it and just listening as to the strategy for having our first one and where and when. And then lo and behold, with this coronavirus, here we are. We are in the middle of a whole crisis. We're in the middle where everyone all around the world needs a dose of hope. So the Lord dropped in my spirit that our first hope immersion workshop is going to be virtual. So what I need for you guys to do, and I know many of you all are using the various platforms of Zoom, of free conferencing, of Facebook Live. I was just on uh, Facebook Live with the Christian Book Lovers Retreat Group, and I shared about hope and, and about my book, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope where you can find all of the information about how to practice hope and this whole practice of hopeology. And I was just on there this past week. You can go out and find it. It's on my, on my page or the Christian Book Lovers Retreat uh, Facebook group. Go out and like their page, like that group. I tell you, it's a powerful group of, 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 of ladies um, that I've met and, um, and now I feel a part of, a part of that community. And so with, through the various platforms, we can now present this material and share this hope that is needed. We don't have to wait and we don't have to go to one location. You know, this model has been changed. Now the Lord is saying, you're going to do it. You're going to start off with it online. You're going to do it virtually. So what I'm going to need to, to get from you guys before we actually uh, put it on, because let me tell you something about a hope immersion uh, workshop. This hope immersion workshop is not, it's a workshop. So it's, it's a, it's, and it's immersion. It's an experience. So it's not just you sit and you learn. I've been just kind of teaching the various principles uh, on the different platforms that I've had. I've been, had a hope conference in South Africa, shout out for uh, Jonathan uh, Annapin, the counselor there, and and all of those wonderful, wonderful pastors and leaders from around the world that participated. And I shared about Hopeology, and I got a chance to share about a little uh, of the principles of, of how 
to become more hopeful, especially during this time, and as leaders, how to share that hope. But it's all been teaching. But with the Hope Immersion Workshop, you're actually going to do, even virtually, you know, and and not only that, the thing that I'm excited about is that even with the teachings that I've been doing and I've been sharing, I've gotten so much feedback from people saying, I felt hope. I felt so much uh, hope. I felt more hopeful. And so even, you know, the force of hope is being released. So with this hope immersion workshop, you will actually be immersed in hope. And there's going to be that, that little supernatural component, that little supernatural edge, because we serve a living God, that, that this is he, this, this is his work. So he is going to back it up, you know, as he confirmed the words of the apostles with the word of God, with miracles and signs following. And so I really believe through these hope immersion workshops, we're going to experience the presence of God and the power of God. And there's going to be signs and wonders. I, I, I know that I sense that in my spirit because what we're talking about is not a matter of talk, but it's a matter of power. The kingdom of God is not about talk, but it's about power. And so, and so while you're learning and while you're receiving, you're also going to be uh, the Lord God Almighty will overshadow you and you will be immersed in hope. So that, those are three ways by which we are promoting the public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy through our April National Month of Hope, through our Think Hope podcast that you're listening to right now, and now up and coming through our Hope Immersion Workshops. So this is what I need from you. I need to hear from you. Those of you that would like to participate, if you say, yes, I want to know when it's going to be so that I can be tuned in, so that I can experience this hope, or I know some people that I'd love for them to be a part of it so they can experience hope. And listen, it's so powerful that now that we're doing it online, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. All you have to have is an availability to click the link and join in. So if you're interested, though, because I don't, I'm not going to just put it out there. I want to have at least a base group of people that are committed and say, I want to participate in these Hope Immersion Workshops. And if that's you, I want you to contact me. Let me know. You can email me at Rosalind Y. Tompkins. Uh, well, RosalindYTompkins.com is, is my website, but you can email me at RosalindYTompkins at gmail.com. RosalindYTompkins at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the Hope Immersion Workshop. And we're going to be putting the fillers out there to see if there's an interest and in who would like to participate. And then we're going to schedule our first one and we'll be sure to let you know because it'll be the first, but certainly not the last. See, I'm very committed. And I know that once we get started, we're going to have to go through the whole process in order for you to really, really, really receive the hope that God Almighty has for you. So you have to be committed and you have to be willing and be open to receive this hope. So I tell you, I am excited. If you're excited, if it's something that you'd like to be a part of, 
please just contact me. You can contact me via Facebook Messenger. You can uh, private uh, message me on Twitter, Rosalind Y. Tompkins. Uh, you can also email me, Rosalind Y. Tompkins at gmail.com. And just let me know, say, hey, yes, count me in. I'd like to be a part of that. And I'll make sure that I let you know whenever we start the process of our Hope Immersion Workshops. And I tell you, that deserves a round of applause. Yes, it's, it's so wonderful because, you know, this is real. This is real. And I've literally, I've literally seen this power, the power of hope, change countless lives. I've seen it in my own life personally. And many of you all know my story, my, my testimony of having been a drug addict and, and ended up uh, losing my mind on four different occasions because of hallucinogenic drugs. I talk about that in my book. As long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. And now having been free, clean, and healed for over 30 years, I give God all the praise and all the glory and honor for that. And, and, and I understand the power of hope, that, that, it's, that it's real and it's worked for me. And it has worked for me through Mothers in Crisis, whenever I started Mothers in Crisis, and God was able to keep me full of hope and more hopeful and hopeful as I was going into the front lines, working with mothers who were addicted to drugs and alcohol and, and, and the whole families of the children and, and everything, and just really being able to make a difference. And it was through the power of hope, and it is through the power of hope. So, and then now with this hope campaign, seeing lives being changed through the practice of hopeology, through the principles that we outline of think hope, of, of make hope connections and hope chats and hope breaks and, and hope spheres and hope fusions, and being able to, to see lives literally change all through the power of hope. I tell you, it is, it is exciting to be able to share that, especially at such a time as this, what we're going through. So we're going to get into talking about the five Fs of moving forward, because as I said, with the coronavirus pandemic still affecting countless lives, now some cities and states are opening up, it's so important to learn how to move forward in order to safely navigate this brave new world that we're currently living in. So we're going to explore these five steps of moving forward in detail, and we're going to give, I'll be able to give practical and helpful information that I believe will help you reach your full potential, your purpose, your destiny, because we're living in a new normal right now, and God is doing a new thing, and we shall know it, and it shall spring forth as we walk in it step by step. So let's get started here. And I, and I want to also thank God for uh, the Christ Vision Tribe. I see you guys there in the studio, and I'm going to be bringing you in. So I thank God for my posse. That's, you know, like I always say, I cannot. There's no way I could do this. It's not about me. If it's about anyone, it's about Jesus. And that's who it's about, the Lord. It's not about me. And so I have a team of people that are committed and are supportive and, and that are helping us 
we are together moving this hope campaign forward, this hopeologist uh, promoting uh, the, the public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy, the Christ Vision Tribe members. First, uh, first, all, first of all, my dear husband, uh, Pastor Kwame Lewis, and then we have Elder Millie Poulos and Minister Nettie Palmore, and then Sister Sharon Durham, and they are a part of this Christ Vision Tribe. Now, we have others that support and I want to put a big shout out to all of our citizens of hope that are out there. You know who you are. I can't, if I started naming the names, I'd be here for a while. But you know who you are, who just silently and consistently every month show your support and your love for this hope campaign. And I want to thank God for all of those who are helping this to move forward. All right, so the first thing I want us to look at is the first F, which is stands for faith, faith. When we're talking about moving forward, the first thing that you must do is have faith because you cannot move forward in fear. And so many times, now I want you to hear me, this is so profound. Because so many times we try to move forward in fear. And the reason why I say that is whenever I ask a person about a decision, I say, well, you know, well, 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 what motivated you to make this decision or to do so-and-so? And then when they begin to say, well, I was afraid or, or because of this happened, and, and I felt, you know, I, I needed to go ahead and, and do this. It, it was coming from a place of fear, a fear of loss, a fear of, of, oh, well, I just got, I got to do this and I got to do this now. And, and, and that is not the place to move forward from. Because if you move forward from a place of fear, then you're going to get everything that fear brings. And we know what fear brings. Fear causes us to be immobilized. It's, it's, not, it's not a lubricant. It's not a, it's not a, a, a force that, that, that moves us. As a matter of fact, the, the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So, so that spirit of fear is sent to stop you or to cause you to make rash decisions and do things that, that ultimately are not in your best interest. So whenever you begin to move forward in life in a, on a campaign or, or anything that, that you believe that God has placed in your hands, just like I, I liken it to this, to this uh, hope campaign that we are in the midst of, that, that the Lord has placed in our hands, that, that, you know, fear would say, you don't have enough money. You don't have enough people. You don't have enough influence. You don't, you know, fear is that scarcity, lack. It comes from that place. But faith says it's limitless, that, that, that God has all that is needed, that wherever he guides, he provides. So when you move from a place of faith, and now this is not just wishful 
thinking, I'm not talking about just presumption, but faith, which is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That that substance of faith that God talked that's, that's talked about that is talked about in the Bible that that we must have in God in order to do the things that God has called us to do. So so look at the place whenever you're talking about moving forward in an area wherever it may be and 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 just ask the question is this coming from a place of fear and sometimes fear is masked by anger. It's masked by anger. So sometimes whenever you're so angry about something, ask the question, pull back the onion, the layer of the onion, and say, wait a minute, what am I afraid of? And then if you see that, that, that ugly monster of fear there, then it's not time for you to move forward because of that. But if you can say, I'm moving forward in this hope campaign, I use this as, as the big example here, we had to come up with that. With, 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 the, with the understanding that, yes, we're going to move forward. No, it's not about what we have or what we don't have. It's about who we have, and we have God. So when, when, when God, you know, with God, all things are possible. All of that is from the place of faith. Whenever you begin to, to move forward from the place of the word of God, that you've received the word, you've received the word that you know that God spoke to you. And, and he's confirmed it in your spirit, then that's faith. And that's what you need to move forward on because I'm going to tell you something. The, the, the way gets, gets hard. It gets tough. You know, it, it gets hard. And, and there's a lot of obstacles and resistance that will come up in crises. Like, look at what's happening now with the coronavirus. And, and so many unexpected things that will come up that only your faith, can move you through. Only your faith can keep you on a strong foundation. So, so that's the first F that we must look at when we're talking about moving forward. The five Fs of moving forward begins with scripture that comes to mind is when we see in the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, chapter that Jesus, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So he is the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning, he's the end. He is the one that we look to, which brings me to the next point, and that is focus. But before we get into talking about focus, I see something here that's coming down, coming down the track. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe that we missed it from the very beginning. But guess what? We are moving forward. This is the time when we move forward and the whole train is still on the track. And this is how, this is how we're continuing this whole train. We're continuing to move forward through the five F of moving forward. As a matter of fact, every time we meet, we have the five Fs of moving forward before us on our agenda because that helps us to stay grounded. It helps us to stay on the right track, which brings me to the second F, and that is focus. It stands for focus. 
If you think about it, if we use Jesus as our example, whenever he came to fulfill his mission of going to the cross, and we know that's such a powerful, powerful thing. When he, when he, when he came, the Bible said about him that he set his face like flint. In, in other words, it's like he put blinders on so, so that he didn't get distracted. And so many times whenever we're moving forward in the things of God, the things that God has placed in our hands, I mean, we could see a prime example of it in the book of Nehemiah, whenever God told Nehemiah to rebuild the wall. And so as he went to rebuild the wall, then all of a sudden, he, you know, the people around him, first of all, made fun of them. Oh, they can't do. What are they trying to do? Oh, this, what are you, this little, you got a little holiday and, oh, isn't that nice and, and all of this. And then you, you just have to ignore them. You have to be, think about it. When Noah started building the ark, how he must have been ridiculed because it had never rained. So what are you doing, Noah? Oh, I'm building an ark because it's going to rain. Rain? What is that? You know? <laughs> and so, so usually when you're first starting out, and it's because it's, it's always bigger than you. And, and, and oftentimes you, you're going to have those haters, those naysayers that are looking out there, you know, wanting to throw stones to try to get you to what? Stop. And usually because they're not doing anything or because they don't want you to outdo them or whatever the motivation is. And so, and so you have to focus. Focus. So what does focus mean? For me, focus means eat, sleep. Drink everything now has to do in some way with hope in my, in my family, uh, in the ministry, you know, in, in the community, in the things that God is calling me, in the places I go, and the things that I do. It's hope. It's coming from that place of hope because I understand that as a hopeologist, that, that what I'm doing, I'm promoting the public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy. So it has to be something that you can say, you know what, this is, this is, I like this. This is fun for me. You know, in other words, you, you know, God is not going to have you doing something that, that, that it's, oh, it's, it's such a drudgery and such a burden. Oh, I hate this, but this is what God's got. No, no, you need to go back and pray some more and, and, and hear what the Lord is saying. Because, because God knows you. Just like the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, so when he's old, he will not depart from it. It means to the bent, the bent that you see that child has, you know, encourage that, train him up in that. And so, and so the, the thing about it is, we, God knows our bent. God knows what he's put inside of us. He knows our spiritual DNA because he's our father. And so he's not going to say, oh, I want you to do this. And then it's nothing in you that, that, it, that, it, that attracts, that you're attracted by it. It's nothing in you that likes it. And then yet and still, he just wants you to do it. No, 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 no. That's the devil. The devil will drive you. He'll put a burden on you. He'll put things on you and make you do stuff you don't want to do. He'll molest you and, and steal, kill, and destroy. But that's not God. So, so when, whenever it's God, it's, it's not hard to focus. Because, because it's something you love. It's something you enjoy. It becomes a part of who you are. And listen, I want you to listen well. It's not about doing, but it's about being. It's about being and becoming who God has called you to be. 
And so whenever you see that, you realize, okay, whenever I can come from that place of being, then I can rest in the Lord and allow his grace to do what I could never do. So I don't have to be in a tizzy. I don't have to try to make it happen. I don't have to be out there, you know, you know, trying to do. No, I have to be obedient to do what he says to do. But we have to leave the results up to him and, and, and trust him with it. Because if it's, if it's him, it, you know, and it is, that he's leading you, then he's the one that's going to bring it to pass. So you have to focus, focus. So you can't be distracted. You can't let, you know, be busy trying to do what God's called you to do and doing everything else that everybody else wants you to do. And then there you go. And, you know, everything. And then you're doing nothing well. You're a jack of all trades. But that one thing, the Bible says, this one thing have I desired of the Lord that I might, you know, seek after him, that I might dwell in his house. This one thing. See, God will give you that one thing, and then he'll say, now I want you to focus in. Now, does that mean you can't do anything else? Of course not. Of course, you can do other things, but listen, they have to fall in line with the one thing, or they're going to pull you off. They're, they'll pull you off, and then you'll be doing other things, and then you'll, but, but you'll be saying, you'll, you'll do sort of like, <laughs> sort of like poor King Saul, who, 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 who God told him, you know, to do this one thing. You're king now. This is what you're supposed to do. Go in and kill them all and, and don't leave anything alive, not even, the, not even the livestock, anything. And so he goes in and then he listens to the people that were pulling on him. And he said, so he decided to keep the good, the, the, those that were, you know, worthy of sacrificing. And so then here come the prophet Samuel. And so, so Saul says, oh yes, I've done everything the Lord has asked. And sometimes that's what we'll believe. I've done everything God's told me to do, but you're so distracted and so busy people pleasing and all over the place until, you know, the prophet said, well, if you've done everything, what is that bleeding of the sheep that I hear in my ear? And sometimes that's what God has to say to us. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Put the blinders on. Stay in your lane. Don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Yes, they're doing this and they're doing that. You're neither greater nor lesser. We're all the same. We're doing the things that God has called us to do. And that's what it means to focus. And whenever you begin to really focus in on what God has placed in your hand, you can continue to move forward because you don't have so much distractions and so many other things that you're involved and so many other things that you're trying to do. And so you begin to move forward unto the place that you will finish. Yes, you will finish. You will come to a completion of projects because, you know, every round goes higher and higher. So we, we won't be completely finished until we make it on the other side. But I want you to listen to me. Jesus on the cross said it is finished. He had done everything that he came to do. But guess what? It wasn't over. Finished, but it wasn't over because now that part was finished and now that took care of our salvation, okay? But he still had to be resurrected. He still had to ascend. He still had to send the gift of the Holy Spirit. The early church still had to be birthed. And then the early church still had to carry on the work that Jesus left off from where he left off to advance the kingdom of God. 
So, so, so when you come to that place of finish, it's not like now you just say, okay, now, now it's done. Just like with the April, the National Month of Hope. It is finished, but it's not over. God just birthed it. Now he just told me, I want you to do these hope immersion workshops. Oh, my goodness. It's not over. So now we're, we're also looking at other ways that we can do what? Promote hope by means of public advocacy. We're going to promote and promote and promote. So with that, I'm going to uh, stop right here, and we're going to come back and finish with the follow-through and the follow-up. But before I do that, and then I'm going to bring in uh, anyone that's in the studio, if you'd like to speak, just press one and I'll bring you in and we'll hear from some of the uh, Hope, uh, the Christ Vision Tribe members. But now with this finish, there's a few things that I need to kind of, you know, follow through on. And that is the recognition of our Hope campaign sponsors and our Hopey awardees. So I want to take the time just to do that right now for 2020. God bless you. On behalf of Mothers in Crisis, I would like to thank all of our sponsors for the April National Month of Hope 2020. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, hope is needed now more than ever. And because we could not have an event, our, your support to Mothers in Crisis was able to help families who are food insecure, and facing job instability, as well as our Hopi Award campaign. I'd like to first of all list our platinum sponsors, Cumulus Broadcasting, who produced a public service announcement that ran all month and even into May. Shout out to our platinum sponsor, Florida Association of Public Insurance Community Affairs, Flipper Chapel AME Church and Divine Design Mastermind International Technologies. I'd just like to say a big shout out to our gold sponsors, Whitaker Construction and Terramore Development. Our silver sponsors, Prime Meridian Bank, Tallahassee Memorial. Hospital Foundation, Craft Nissan, and the Beatitude Foundation. A shout out to our donors, Talquin Electric, Ms. Debbie Drayton, Dr. Alfreda Blackshear, Mrs. Maggie Lewis Butler, Celicia. Vanette Smith-Gordon, attorney at law, Nancy Daniels, former public defender, Oscar Lightfoot of Lightfoot Painting Service, attorney Ruby Barr, attorney Carolyn Cummings, and all that gave their support, their encouragement, through helping to spread the message that April is the National Month of Hope and also providing help so that we can show hope in action 
Once again, thank you to all of our Mothers in Crisis sponsors for the National Month of Hope Campaign 2020. God bless you and we love you. Amen. And also, we want to recognize once again our 2020 Hopi Awardees. Hopi Awards are presented in April during the National Month of Hope to those who exemplify helping others to practice enduring empowerment while spreading hope in the family, church, school, community, marketplace, nation, and world. I'd like to send a big shout out and congratulations once again to our national Hopi awardees, Oprah Winfrey, Robin and Theo McGraw, Judge Frank Caprio, Iyanla Van Zandt, the state of Rhode Island, Preach the Word Worldwide Network, Feed the Hungry, and the Botham Gene Foundation. I'd also like to send a big shout out and congratulations to our local Hopi awardees, Commissioner Curtis Richardson and Judge Nina Ashinafi Richardson, Dr. Vera McIntyre of United Families of America, Mrs. Lynn Ann Griffin of Strong and Jones Funeral Home, Rick Kearney of the Kearney Center, Westgate Community, The Dwellings, Leon County Schools, Families in Transition Program, Fit Shop, Oline McCaskill of Oline's Cafe, and last but not least, Community Connections Restorative Justice Program. Once again, congratulations to all of our 2020 Hopi Awardees. May God bless you. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Praise the Lord. We are so excited and so, so very, very much honored to have so many uh, wonderful sponsors as well as Hopi Awardees that we were able to honor this year for 2020. Now let's hear from uh, the studio. I see that there are hands raised there and I'm going to begin. I'm going to begin. I always begin. I'm going to begin with my dear husband, Pastor Kwame. And, um, and also I'm asking the question, what has been your life lesson dealing with this COVID-19 crisis? And how are you moving forward this season with the F's that we're talking about, the five F's, faith, focus, finish, follow through, and follow up? So I'm going to bring in uh, Pastor Kwame, and then we're going to go and bring in some more of you guys out there. Hello? Hi there. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, Ben. Hi. So, yes. how's it going? <laughs> it's it's going well. I I I, I heard um, I have your questions. Um, the the effect on me concerning uh, the uh, pandemic and mm-hmm. um, y- utilizing the the uh, five S. And um, I believe that that the pandemic has just underscored uh, the significance of having uh faith and mm-hmm. and 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 the question then is faith in in who or what etc 
is, is, is that secondary answer that then takes over and becomes the primary answer. Um, that things will change, that um, circumstances are never going to always be the same, and you have to be uh, prepared for whatever the seasons are. They, they will change overnight, and you just have to be prepared. And I believe that from the 5F, um, the, the significance of faith and then adding the uh, remaining uh, um, a focus and finish and follow up that 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 whole question of decency of applying mm-hmm. those in a cycle as as you used in your example and and I certainly um appreciate and 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 agree uh with that it gives you clarity it makes life simpler and mm-hmm. um and and you're more productive because your life has purpose now your purpose is clear and it certainly uh, is, is connected to what goes on around you, but it is not necessarily reliant on what's going on around you. But it's because right, right. that you can yes. use. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. So yes. that's good. That's good to hear. And that is certainly something that we can definitely always hold on to, and that's our faith. So thank you so much for uh, yes. Having faith in this whole campaign and being a part of Thank it. you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, dear. All right. All right. So I'm going to bring in area code. I see area code 301 on the line, and I'm going to bring in area code 301. You're on the line. How are you? Hi. I don't know if I'm the only one. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, you're the one. <laughs> okay. okay, look, I have to give much thanks for you and your fellowship. My name is Zakia Haddad. I'm really from Washington, D.C., and Miss Nettie Walker-Palmore, send me okay. this link. And, I, and also, I purchased your book. She brought the book to me in D.C. And uh, I'm dealing with the pandemic, oh. and, I'm loving the, and I'm, I'm loving the fact that because of the social distancing, and dealing with this pandemic, I have reached out to people all over the country. Mm. And like you say, I'm in Washington, but I got the message today from Nettie about you being on the line. And so I'm thankful, and I'm having faith, and I'm having, um, I'm, I'm focused. All and, right, uh, all right. And I want to be a part of it. And also, uh, I forward this to a lot of other people throughout the country. I don't know how many other people are on the line, but I just want to let you know that I am coming for, calling for Washington. Thank you, and thanks for calling. And, yes, I look forward to you being a part of our Hope Immersion Workshop. Now, tell me your name one more time. Zakia Haddad. Zakia Haddad. All right. God bless you. God bless you. All right. That is so powerful, and that is so true. Yes. Now, fortunately, and that was a good question, she is uh, one of the ones with 301, but the difference was her hand is raised. So that's a good thing. When you raise your hand, I'll see it in the, in the uh, studio. And uh, so we thank God for the dear sister. And she mentioned uh, Nettie. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in Minister Nettie and hear from you before we talk about the other uh, three Fs. Hi, Nettie. Hi, how are you, Dr. Tompkins? 
<laughs> I'm doing well. So I guess you heard your friend on the line there. Yes, yes, I did. And she is so true and, and, and so right because this is something that we all want to, you know, promote that that advocacy and, and advocate for hope because there's so many people, Dr. Tompkins, that are that are not hopeful. And as I think about myself when you were talking about King Saul and mm-hmm. I remember you were so concerned about me when the pandemic started because you said, Nettie, you a hugger. What you going to do with your hands? Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. And I had, to, I had to be obedient because it's just like when people see me, it's like automatically they're ready mm-hmm. to hug. But when he told Saul to kill everything, when they say social distancing, you can't just say, oh, well, she's going through. I need to get her a hug. Oh, well, this, you have to social <laughs> distance. Amen. That's right. That's right. And that's a good point. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, and I certainly am so appreciative of you being a part of this. And I know you're going to help me get this word out about the hope immersion <laughs> workshops that's coming, that we're planning now. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> All right. I tell you, it's so wonderful whenever we can we can just network and share and, and just even though it's social distancing, there's no distance in love. There's no distance in prayer and there's no distance in the spirit. So let us talk about these last three. Well, the last two, because we talked about faith. We talked about focus. And now we talked about finish. And so now let's look at follow through. Because follow through is often where we drop the ball. Follow through is simply whenever you keep your promises, you do what you propose to do. So during this national campaign and, and even whenever I applied for this to the U.S. Patent Office and the trademark, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for Hopeologists so that we can start this campaign of promotion of hope by means of public advocacy, we have to do that. We have to follow through. We have to continue to look at ways. And since that time, we've started the National Month of Hope and, and the Think Hope podcast. And, and then now we're getting ready with the Hope Immersion Workshop. So, so that's just one example. But oftentimes we don't follow through on what we said we're going to do. Even with the sponsors who, who give because they want to promote, they want to give to this HOPE campaign. They want to give to people because HOPE stands for helping others practice empowerment. That's what our HOPE stands for. So we want to begin now to help others. So we've been sending money. We've been sending money to the people in our local community, to the people in Pakistan, in Eswatini, Southern Africa, in Nepal. We've been, we've, been, we've been doing our part. We've been following through on what we said we're going to do because that's integrity. So, so And we're in the process now of following through. We said to these Hopi awardees, we're going to present you with a nice Hope Award, and it's really nice, too. It's a glass award. It's, 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 uh, it's um, creatively done. It's, it's unique. No one else has this, this logo. It's colorful. It's glass. And now we're in the process of sending them out. 
And we even sent one, the one we sent to Judge Caprio, it got cracked somehow, and it's through FedEx. So we had to to send another. But guess what? Follow through. We're following through. And then the last, but certainly not least, is the follow-up. Now, this is the important thing, because the follow-up is your harvest. The follow-up. See, the Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And sometimes we know how to sow, but we don't understand how to harvest. So when you harvest, the first of all, that what Jesus told them is look out on the fields. They are ripe unto harvest. So when you get to the follow-up stage, now you're looking out over what you've planted, what you've done, and you're looking for the harvest. You're looking for those now that are ready, that are willing, that are waiting to receive, that are waiting to 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 now grow and become that fruit from your seeds, from the efforts that you've been doing. So that's what follow-up is all about. Because once you follow through, it's still not over. Now you have to follow up. Was where's the harvest? Go pick that 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 fruit off the tree, or it's gonna it's gonna get ripe and it's gonna fall to the ground and die. You gotta you gotta follow up now. How how have you been doing since you ex, you participated or you experienced this coronavirus? What's what's happening with you now? You know what's going on? Follow up. So that brings us to our five. Else of moving forward. Faith, focus, finish, follow up, and follow through. And that's what we're doing. It's not over. It may, April, the National Month of Hope is finished, but it's by no means over. We're still working every day, making sure we're doing what we said we're going to do, that we're following through, and then we're also following up. And then guess what? The cycle begins again. And the cycle will always begin again because we all are always cycling up where we go from faith to faith and glory to glory and grace to grace. If you would like to be a part of this, of this hope campaign, you'd like to find out more information about it, just go to makeahopeconnection.com. MakeAHopeConnection.com. And as I said before, if you'd like to participate in our Hope Immersion workshops that I'll be doing, it's going to be an experience of hope. I'm going to release the force of hope, and there's a revival of hope, of hope coming across this land. And if you'd like to be a part of it, just email me, RoslynYTompkins at gmail.com. And I will certainly put your name on the list and let you know how you can be a part of it. God bless you. I love you. I tell you, this show always goes by so fast, but it's always so powerful and impactful. Thanks to everyone in the studio. Thanks to those, some of you I couldn't get to today, but stay tuned. When you come back on, we'll we'll certainly bring you on. May God bless you. We love you. And may heaven continue to shine upon you. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope.